0: Welcome to the Critical Obsession podcast. My name is Mirella.
1: And I'm Zoe.
0: And today we're going to talk about episode seven of Cooking Crush. So Dynamite is obviously sick of people denying who they like.
1: This is his frustration with fire coming out in that. Exactly. You know, like, yeah, it's like it's definitely being triggered by fire for sure. Like he's trying, it's then- like he's trying to be understanding and mature and everything by letting Fire, you know, work himself out and come to him or like whatever. And then now we know that he now thinks that um, Fire and Jane are dating again and so he's kind of pissed and hurt and he's like over it, he's given up. But he probably is also frustrated with Prem because he knows that Prem likes – 10 and he can't see why there would be a challenge between them like if you like each other just date each other kind of thing is probably his mentality here
0: and then uh, Bram cannot make a choice and they go
1: yeah let's all, go, let's all go together yeah <laughs> the the way and then the way it then becomes like this tug of war with prem being the prize and like which like this chef is trying to wow with his knowledge of like pasta and then ten embarrassing like with his sass to draw prem's like being embarrassing to draw like prem's attention to him like he's i just this whole scene ten pointing out the the cooking time he's like oh yeah so you're not needed because like we can find this information ourselves it's on the packet right here
0: <laughs> like he's yes, like the, he's
1: always trying to say to the chef like you're obsolete you, you're not you're not required for this like threesome.
0: <laughs> ten must hate this guy so much he's part of so many big 10 prime moments it always works out well in the end for 10 but I mean, he always gets closer to Bram, but Chiang Mai is always there, isn't he?
1: It's so funny because they both are so triggered by one another. Like, like this whole scene is just yes. said, ten, ten being triggered by the fact that Chef is even there. Like, why, why are you here? It's like his sort of conversation, his internal, you know, like uh, dialogue that we're not we're not seeing or hearing, but you can just see that that's like where he's going with this. And Shang
0: looked so mad, he looked oh, so Sh- mad at Sheng some Mai point. is
1: like so triggered by him as well, it's hilarious.
0: You know, at first I was very irritated by the chef at first watch, especially because, you know, it felt condescending, the fact that he kept over explaining, explaining stuff to Pram. But uh, on the second rewatch I had this thought, why did he like this because he's nervous? He wants to help Prem. He wants to impress him. He wants to share all the knowledge that he has. And also, who else does that? I remember Prem doing this, teaching Tan all the new cool things that he found oh, out yeah. about. It's, it's
1: definitely, so, yeah, it's definitely because yeah. he's trying to impress him, I think.
0: Yeah, it looks like he's nervous and he doesn't know what to do with himself, but he, what he slides into is the performer um, persona because it looks like he's performing on a show show, which this is why when Tan says what a crystal clear presentation we have here like well it's true this is what he's doing right now
1: that's right well he's had what is it 259 episodes or something to get it right like he knows Mm -hmm. how to impress the judges The only problem is, I mean, it's so funny because when he was talking about the different types of basil and that, and you know, all the animations are coming on the screen, and I was like, you could tell, like in every other scene we've had where he's had where he's got a teaching moment for Prem, Prem is avidly Mm -hmm. listening. He's like interested. He's taking notes. He's like eager to be there, and you could tell that this whole time he's just like going, like, is he gonna stop talking soon? Like, (laughs) he's like tolerance for it in in this moment like was so hilariously absent. Like he was just like, I'm not here for this right now. Like I'm completely distracted by something. This just happened and Mm -hmm. you won't stop talking. Like, can't we just use Basil? (laughs) Like he's just so like, I I can't right now. It's it's just really funny. Yeah. So we started one of the, we have noticed it a couple of times so far. I'll just sort of preference this with a little bit of a, a lead in. Um, Obviously, I've seen lots of people talking and complaining about the editing for this show and how it's letting down off gun. And on one hand, I agree. And then on the other hand, I would argue for it. So there has definitely been moments where they have done this like weird choppy editing thing and it has made sense and it has worked. But like sometimes I feel like directors um, or like producers or whatever, they get like something in their mind and they're like they think like it's like not a gimmick but like it's like oh this was really good oh it worked oh we should do this again and like it doesn't work every time like it's like sometimes too much of a good thing is a bad thing so mm-hmm. in this scene in particular where as I said where Prem and Tango off by themselves when I was watching it the first time I remember thinking like it was weird But I was kind of just excited to be watching and not really paying a lot of attention the first time. But, like, they're having this Mm -hmm. conversation where Prem is like, can you leave? I need to finish Mm -hmm. recording my thing, blah, blah, blah. Why are you being like this? And Ten is basically like, I can't help myself. And then Prem's asking him again, can you go? And suddenly he just agrees and he's all smiles. And it seemed really weird, like, there was something missing. Like, it kind of registered Mm -hmm. with me, but, like, also I was just like, they're so cute. So I wasn't kind of hyper-fixated on it. But like what didn't really, I didn't really tweak to the fact that, you know, there is something missing. And we get that something later in the scene where Ten is like remembering what actually happened. And so obviously that part slots in right here, right? And if if you think of it in an Atari, it's so cute. But at the same time, I'm still wondering why they did what they did here. So we went from Ten apologizing and looking sad and and then to agreeing to leave with a smile right so and then back to awkward chef flirting and the the bit where um and so like i'll i'll go back to this later on when we actually get to it like where 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 ten is actually remembering it so to to Mm -hmm. sort of finish like because i as i said i watched it the first time and I was like, it kind of registered that it was awkward and it kind of registered that it didn't quite sit right with me and everything, but I didn't really, I was just too like, oh my God, off guard. And um, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then, um, but when I was doing my rewatch, I was like, I obviously I was paying a lot more attention and I was um, watching that scene and I went, oh. Okay, well, obviously it slots right in, but also I was thinking about the way they edited it and the fact that they split it up the way they did. And as I said, I'll comment, I'll comment on that a little bit more in a minute because I had some conclusions about it. Um, with, um, but I remember when when we were watching it, um, you messaged me, and I think I saw some other people talking about it online as well about they were trying to work out whether or not the scene with. Um, 10 and yes. and Prem had actually even happened the one that Prem was member uh, that 10 was remembering um yeah. and and the reason why they why it seemed like that is because why 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 split it in that way you know what I mean like it put this weird thing on it but I think there's I think there's about four issues happening here with the editing and the continuality and you know like Off has got different mm-hmm. hair and clearly something happened in this episode, like in the filming of this episode, in the writing of this episode, where mm-hmm. they decided to either change things or they had to because they had no choice so whether or not the footage was damaged because it's not just their stuff that they changed it looks like because it looked like it looks like they filmed, refilmed um, all the fire and dynamite stuff as well later on in the episode. I believe Why dynamite care even... is different.
0: Mm, yeah, it just besides that the way they are editing this feels like they're trying to trick us but not in a very not in a smart way because what is the point i mean at first you're telling us one thing and then you're changing the message completely by adding some scenes that weren't there Mm
1: -mm. in the
0: first place and it's just i don't see the point in it because it's not fun anymore it's just yeah, I wish we did something more interesting here. For example, like show the same scenes but from the different characters' points of view and change details to fit the way each character reminds the mo- uh, remembers the moment. For example, this could yeah. have been so much more interesting, but this is just weird. This is clearly yeah. directed at us just to confuse us, and I don't understand well, why.
1: I mean, as I said, I think it was. There's, I think, there's two issues. I think the the there's the one no,
0: because I mean even. I mean, even uh, in the scenes, um, I don't mean uh, specifically this episode, although in this episode, it happens as well. I mean, when an episode ends, we see like a part of what's happening. And then in the next episode, we're shown that actually, you know, this thing also happened and this thing also happened and this thing also happened. And it completely changed what we saw in the first place. Do you know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, they've definitely done that. And 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 the thing with this like weird editing, this thing that we, as I said, as you said, they're trying to be clever with. In this episode, it was so like all over the place and really didn't work. And it was really obvious that it didn't work in certain scenes because of you. Also had the continuality issues with, as I said, with off and dynamite's hair. Uh, I I'm saying dynamite. said the character's name because I I don't I don't know how to pronounce his name. So I I apologize for that, um, but yeah. So so they both both um, ten and Dynamite's hair is different, obviously. Um, so that's one thing that makes it blatantly obvious that there's some weird editing happening and and refilming and all the rest of it. And then there are certain scenes where, like the characters themselves don't seem to know what's going on, or it it's almost like <laughs> they forgot yeah. to when they were re-recording, they forgot to to, to you know, they've changed it and they forgot that the scene that they had existing, like, that they were going to reuse still, like, it didn't make sense because they didn't explain it or, they've you know, like, they changed it. So I think um, you sent me a post from the end of the episode where we're back to, you know, Ten having short hair again because obviously that's original footage Um, and he seems surprised by the lunchbox and the note that's left Mm -hmm. for him, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and, and so, which kind of implies that, um prime snuck in there as a secret goodbye mm-hmm. or whatever where in natural mm-hmm. face we had a really nice reshoot with a pretty you know cute very quite kind of meaningful scene which was really well done but then that shows this this issue with the editing as well so but the bit where like where they split them like it's one of those things like i get why they split this scene to a certain extent oh you mean
0: when uh, at first, like Tan is uh, trapping Prem, and then they there's a cut, and they, they speak again, right? This yeah, one,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, I had a thought about this because it felt it felt so weird, mm. because like we we're seeing that scene, and um, like for a few moments they we were watching them hug, right, and then we hear Tan's voice saying stuff. I don't remember what exactly he was saying, but at first it felt like. We could hear his thoughts. Mm -mm. But then we see them in the story and like it's just them talking a few minutes later or it's weird because these kinds of cuts I usually use when a character is having a flashback to a memory that is relevant to the current thing Mm -hmm. uh, that is happening and it helps them make a decision like Mm -hmm. hearing a voice and then a flashback and then you go back to, to the reality. You know, it's like, using a known movie language to try uh, to say something but you you use the words uh incorrectly
1: yeah because you're think,
0: used for something to mean one thing and now it's just yeah. all over the place and it's unclear what's happening
1: i think the, the other thing is is like I as i said i get why they split this this scene like from from the original scene where where he says to which prem says to ten can you go sort of thing and he agrees yeah. to it with a smile on his face to the stuff that we get when Prem, uh, when Ten is remembering. I understand why there is a split because you want a scene for him to be remembering when he's in the cafe. Like, that makes complete sense to me. But they had, as you said, they had the two different scenes there that he remembered, the extended part of the bit where Prem is asking him to leave and the cute little making up flirty bit. And we didn't need, they didn't need to give us both of those bits. Both, with-
0: both of that and plus... When he's in cafe, in the cafe, they have him over explain the fact that he's waiting for Bram, because Tan is saying it out loud, like, "Oh, I'm waiting for Bram. When is he coming?"
1: Yeah, we can establish that without the yeah without the explanation. But it's like it's like they were concerned when they were reshooting that like it wouldn't make sense or something without actually really mm-hmm. thinking about what they had already shot or something. I don't they know. They over explain it. Yeah, yeah, and so. But so, like in that in that moment where they've, as I said, where they've split it, like they probably should have shown us one part of it. So either they showed us the part with the kiss, um, when when Ten is remembering, or they show us the part of them making up to each other, and that would have made both parts more easily understood. So like if 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 they had shown us the full scene back at the in the beginning bit with like um Ten and Prem talking and prem saying you know like i need you to tell me like how you feel or what oh, so yeah ten saying i need you to know how you feel or something like that why did you you know not answer in front of uh, and it's not that part so that's the part where they they make up but like the bit where he sort of says am i the only one catching feelings you know and Prem kisses him and says, you know, you're not, does that answer your question sort of thing? And that's what made, because that is the thing that makes Ten smile and agree to go away eagerly because basically he's just had a kiss and also been told that, Mm -hmm. that, that Prem likes him. So they could have shown that entire scene and then had Prem go back to the flirting doctor. That still would have worked because he's clearly distracted there and it would have been fine to, to for us to know why he's distracted because we already know that he likes we already know they like each other we already know he doesn't like the doctor that's not a secret to us so we don't need it we don't need that bit hidden to enjoy or like find humor or like whatever uh, in the scene with the with the chef and then they could have just kept the cute bit where he was like, you know, an apology is not good enough. You're going to have to do something else to make it up for me. And we had Prem being kind of like cute and sulky and like, you know, hugging him and snuggling into him and all that. And that'd be the bit that Ten is remembering in the cafe and being like, oh my God, he's so cute. Because that would have fit. Both scenes would have made more sense. It would have been fine. But the way that they did it where they kept those two bits back didn't really make any sense. You know what I mean? So even if they hadn't shown us the kiss bit, if they had kept the kiss bit for Ten to remember, and shown us the bit where he apologized and did the hug and the like, cute like you know, burrowing into the into um Ten's shoulder thing, that also would have made sense when he then asked him to leave again and him being all happy because you know he just had this cute little moment with the boy he likes. So either of those scenes included with the first scene would have made like the storyline and the editing such a, such like so much more smoother and like would have ironed out a huge lot of the mess that they made with it. But just by doing what they did, bundling those two scenes together and holding them back, like made the first scene really awkward and then sort of made you go, well, hang on. So what really happened? Like for a second, you know, and it's not until you sort of realize that, it, you know, by the time they get to, by the time Prem actually gets to the cafe and, you know, they're both down so bad that you that you know that they've just been flirting all day while well, poor chef Listen, is just standing even the there holding scene. his basil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> even the scene at the cafe is weird because um Bram dropping the food is weird. Why was it there? It's unclear. Actually, I think I know why it's there. It feels like they uh, wanted to have it so that I mean, 10 apologizes to Premon. they had that playing moment, you know, playful mm-hmm. moment where, like, oh, I'm so sorry and blah blah blah. And then, because he could have just come and ordered food together, like, why did why did he have to bring this uh those noodles? I mean, the the pasta with him. Why it just felt pointless. I mean, and I understand I guess- that they, it's because it's because they wanted that scene to be there, but I I as a viewer feel like it's just thing that was pointless basically it wasn't enough of a reason to have that scene of prem dropping the food i I
1: get why he would have bought the food there on one hand because like he would have wanted ten to taste it but at the same time i feel like ten is so triggered by anything to do with the chef that maybe prem wouldn't have actually bought the food for him to try based on the fact that it might have, like, triggered, you know, like, a little bit of drama or something. So I I questioned him bringing it in the first place. And then, mm-hmm. of course, you had the weird, as you said, the weird scene where he dropped it and whatever. And it's, yeah, it was a plot point. It was a plot point to have the conversation about eating without him and all that sort of stuff. I mean, it wasn't a, the scene itself was a little bit awkward, but in that respect, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that part of it, uh, the part where they're in the cafe in a way when they're both being super awkward, worked because – that's where they are at the moment. Like, they've just had these no, kind of like.
0: Their scenes worked. They are cute. They, it obviously works. But the instruments, the you know, the how they get to that, it felt awkward. Yeah. Because it didn't make sense mm. for him to have that pasta and to bring it and to drop it. It felt weird.
1: Yeah. Can, can we go back to the awkward chef flirting? Because I'm like, let's go. The, the bit but this is weird... that.
0: Because uh, before he starts flirting, we have the intro song. And have you noticed? The episode is called Shredded Pork and Sticky Rice. Waiting for your return. And you see the dish in the blue container in the background. So Uh we were told the ending of this episode. Right at the beginning. At the
1: beginning. And I never even, I, I totally missed the name of the, like, the, it was really funny, I, the title of the episode. I, I remember when we first started watching this show, I was really paying a lot of attention to that. And then somewhere mm-hmm. along the line, I, I maybe I missed it one week or something like that, and I st- and I started paying less attention to it. Mm -hmm. and well there you go like we were as you said we were essentially told what was going to happen um so we shouldn't have been surprised and yet we were and it's so funny because I think I've been saying every week that we've been doing this like eventually we're going to get to a part where they're going to start like hurting us (laughs) I just really wasn't expecting it to be this week so um and what I will say what I will say about this show is that they're really good at like kind of like ringing you out and hurting you, but then also being like, here, have a cookie and like making you (laughs) happy again. So (laughs) it's like a really weird abusive relationship where, (laughs) where you just like, you know, you get, you get given a lot of crap and then they're like, Oh, but here, have something nice and, and, and just, just stick around for a bit longer. You know, you want (laughs) to, but yeah. So like a bit, if we go back to awkward chef flirting, the bit where he basically calls Prem easy, and we had this whole that inner monologue. That is so weird. This this whole just... inner monologue with um with <laughs> Prem was so fucking funny to me because like I he was so relatable in this moment because I I feel like I I have like a really strong inner monologue when people are talking to me, um and so <laughs> and so like in this moment when he's just like you know did he just call me easy. <laughs>
0: I just um, wonder if they're correct, uh, you know, if it means the same in Thai. Yeah, whether the
1: translations it, are correct. Yeah,
0: because yeah. I just wonder, because in English you have easy, it's easy to do something and easy as a way to describe someone that is, um, you, you, well, you say it. Loose remind. with their
1: morals. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah. I feel like so. That I was, wonder if, I
0: if it's, like it's the same that's... in Thai.
1: I feel like the translation is correct because Prem seemed kind of, sort of like a little bit like offended by it. So, but
0: why would you say that? Maybe it's not exactly like this in Thai. I, 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 I. I- I, I have, like, maybe... uh, like, a suspicion that it's not exactly like this. It doesn't I feel sound like exactly. maybe
1: I feel like maybe that's what he said, but, like, probably his intention was more along the lines of... Because he was talking about how pesto seems like an easy dish to make. I'm just but thinking yet it's actually because really if you, I'm just thinking
0: that, uh, you know, English is not my first language. And if I translate this into my language, well, easy has this meaning but the second meaning will be simple you know it's yeah, simple yeah, yeah. which simple is not bad simple the dish that he's making is a simple dish right but yeah. it's good so yeah. well it's not i, I mean what depends. he's actually
1: saying is that pesto seems simple but it's not actually it's quite difficult to get all the yes but there's a difference
0: the between simple and easy oh, yeah. there's so a big could, difference it, this mean, is either, why i'm suspecting
1: yeah either way like translation. i feel like Yeah, I feel like that's probably part of the joke in that he could either be—you could interpret it either way. So he's either calling, um, uh, Prem easy like as in loose morals, or easy as in like really simple. Which in which in either either way could be why he's feeling like a little bit offended (laughs) by it. Whereas what he's just—I think what the chef is trying to say and doing very poorly because. I think he's thrown off his game by by all of the interactions <laughs> from Tan, um, that he's yeah well, he's feeling insecure now and everything. So he's like kind of rambling a bit, you know, like I do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so he's <laughs> just saying like shit that pops into his head and it doesn't always come out the right way. Um, yeah. But I think what he was just trying just to say is that although it looks like it's simple, it's actually really complicated, and you know the flavor levels are you know like he's so he's trying to give. Prem a compliment but it said it sounds mm-hmm. like he's giving a backward ass friggin like um criticism on his like yeah. either his personality or his morals I'm not really sure but either way it's offensive to to Prem and he's just like what the fuck and um then the bit where it's sort of like it's like he's suspecting that that sh- he's finally twigged to the fact that this is like Awkward flirting. And I love the like mm-hmm. inner monologue of like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. Because <laughs> he's so, he's Aww. just so not interested. You know what I mean? And it's, yes. it's, it's so funny because like this even makes more sense because we know like later on when Ten has his memory, like he's remembering scenes that they almost just basically kind of just hooked up in the supermarket. <laughs> Like, he just had this, like, huge moment, like, of cute flirting and then followed by a little, I mean, yes, the kiss was super innocent peck or whatever, but still, like, Mm -hmm. it was, there was a lot of charged feelings and emotions going on there, and he's probably a little bit Mm -hmm. giddy and a little bit, you know, whatever. So Mm -hmm. he's just kind of, let's say, almost hooked up with Tan, and so he's basically Mm -hmm. just there going, like, can we just get the groceries and go, like, why are you still talking? Like, I can't, this is not, I don't, I'm not interested in any of this, like, I'm not interested in your basil. I'm not interested in you. Like, let's just go and do the cooking, you know. And I just I was- felt
0: bad. He was he was flirting in cook language. He was trying so hard, <laughs> but I know. and it's just and going. He thought, it's he thought going- Graham would get it. He thought no. Graham would get, it. maybe he'd get it if it wasn't it weren't for. Uh-
1: yeah, if he wasn't so preoccupied and he wasn't like already in love with someone. Maybe he would have appreciated yeah. it, but but in this yeah. instance, he just did not care at all. Like, he's just like, and it's so funny because later on, Prem uses like, I guess, doctor flirting to flirt with with 10 and you get you get yeah. the way it should have been responded to because 10's just like mm-hmm. nah. like he's like melting and like loving it he's like this is the coolest thing that's ever happened to me um <laughs> and, and so that was what chef was angling for and of course he didn't get um but I was also thinking about the fact that chef did not let him reject him so i also i love the inner monologue for that where he's just like he's not even gonna let me reject him so it's very clear that that's his intention you know and but I actually
0: think... the fact because uh, because of the fact that he didn't let him reject him right, right away i see problems
1: oh yeah we're definitely gonna have a revisit of this like flirting and i guess i get and probably another confession scene from the chef where he is going to have to in you know actually reject him although the problem is is there could be some cute confusion because he hasn't formally rejected him you know so it's it's like yeah. chef feels like he's had this like like the door isn't closed um and so he's free to i guess flirt with with um with prone potentially and also with with yeah. Ten leaving and everything and being in some sort of weird limbo where technically they're not a couple this could confuse the issue too they could end up being some hurt, hurt feelings later on because you know, Prem didn't make it clear from the beginning that he really wasn't interested and that he was essentially already with 10, or at least he wanted I to be. I just feel like
0: there's potential for maybe Prem being vulnerable and Shang-Ma being there for him and supporting him, and maybe Prem appreciating him as a friend. But maybe it's going to hurt to see Shang-Ma us. It's going to hurt us to see him like that. But it will get Prem. It will get Tan angry. I see yeah. something like this happening? Because it well, just—it yeah. happens yeah. a lot in other dramas. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll see. Maybe I, he'll be I, altruistic. He already is. You know, he did not do anything bad. He's trying no, to help the, so hard. I mean, he's—he's he's cute. I mean, he's awkward and says stupid shit, but he's not. He hasn't done anything. You know, bad to make me not like him yet.
1: No. And in this scene as well, like he, a Prem himself didn't do anything bad either. He tried mm-hmm. to, to like go down that, that avenue of rejection and wasn't given the option to. And of course, he's of the mindset, as I said previously, where he's just like, he just wants to get this over and done with because he wants to go and be with, with 10 because they're in this limbo at the moment, you know, like where they've just, like they're on the edge of something. There's all this like pent up, you know, stuff going on. And so he just wants to do this this um recording. I mean, this recording, this it's so funny because if you think about like everything that's happened up until this point in the episode and everything that happened last episode and everything and all the episodes leading up to to last week, we had like this this shooting of this video for the um Audition for the tv show was like prem's like white whale like super exciting like dream come true moment Mm -hmm. and now Mm -hmm. like and first off he forgot they were meant to be filming it like uh dynamite and samsy rang him as like oh we're on our way and he's like what the fuck for like they had plans and he had forgotten all about it like it's it's low on his totem pole of priorities right now he's so like into prem it's uh, so he's so just like Dan is. yeah and just like yeah and so what's happening is like they're just they're distracting each other which is what comes into into play later on but like they mm-hmm. it's it's like it's one of those things where he's he's forgotten all about it so even this part in this scene where you know he gets sort of cut off from from rejection and he's just like okay whatever let's just go do this you know like it's not important I'll deal with it later sort of thing um, and mm-hmm. what's gonna happen is yeah it probably there's there's gonna it, what will either happen is 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 Prem won't do anything wrong and Sheff will either misunderstand or Ten is going to come back and see something and misunderstand because he will have expected probably um, Prem to have shut him down before now mm-hmm. and maybe mm-hmm. he, maybe he doesn't because it's just once again it's like because I feel like in Prem from Prem's Pre- from Pre- point of view, in Prem's mind, Prem is just not interested. Like he's not, he has never been interested, and so he's like, he just, just
0: doesn't care that much.
1: Yeah, he doesn't like, care. Like, yeah. and he's not, he's not overly emotional and like silly about things. It's really funny. Like even in this episode, you know, you have like essentially ten is kind of like epically flailing flailing all over the place because he wants to know what's going on he wants to know what's happening and it's so funny because he's mm-hmm. being so innocent and also a little bit of a clown but also like really bold at the same time like mm-hmm. this character is so interesting to me and off is doing a great mm-hmm. job playing this character like he he's so vulnerable but bold it's like and then you've got prem who seems at some some points almost disinterested but he's just so serious he's weighing up all of the options you can see that everything is weighing on him in such a way that he's just like I, I he's never felt this way before he's never you know like he's just so he's almost like the voice of reason but at the same time as well like he likes 10 as much as as much as 10 likes prem so like he he's going to get to the he gets to these points where like it boils over and like they like all all kind of control and, like, moments of sense just disappear for for a second while, like, he has, like, a a moment. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, it almost looks like he's trying to be the voice of reason a lot of the time, whereas Ten Ten doesn't care as long as they're together and Prem is saying, well, hang on a minute, but we need to make sure that, like, this happens or this happens or whatever. So he is wholly, completely... Preoccupied with what's going on with 10, the guilt that he feels about the money stuff, like all of this other stuff is way more important to him at the moment than Chef and recording the audition tape and all the rest of it. And to a certain extent, ex- except for poor Sam see, like the only one who's like really there and actually kind of probably present and mm-hmm. really into that moment is him um, and the chef. Like, uh dynamite has his own dramas going on and uh he's just taken on this like he's got the complete opposite reaction to to prem who prem's just like oh i forgot all about it and can we get this over and done with and like as soon as he as soon as they were done he was like peace out bitches i'm gone whereas like dynamite's like planned it down to like the and made it so like extravagantly weird and out there and whatever because he's like fixated he needs a he needs a task to distract him from the fact that, you know, his heart's breaking and all the rest of it. So he, they they they're on two different extremes, but like for basically the same reason. Um, And so, yeah, I feel like it's going to be one of those things where potentially Prem is going to get hurt because Ten will be angry, but Ten will be angry because Prem didn't like make it clear to the chef that, there was no chance and then of course the chef's gonna get hurt because he's gonna think that he had a chance this whole time and he never had a chance so maybe
0: maybe pram tells him at some point maybe they'll avoid this maybe pram tells him but that but shang ma decides to just stay with him and help him and become really close friends and then Tan is just jealous because you know when they stopped filming Chang Ma was stealing glances at Prem and I thought oh man this guy really likes him yeah you know he really likes him he he's really into him and you know it's uh, the way he said it makes me feel like a first joy in the show things are not that exciting anymore for him he probably probably doesn't have that much fun anymore things are not interesting and now he got fixated on pram and i feel like this is not something that is le- going to let go of easily Mm-mm. not not even pram tells him that no i'm not interesting he he will still feel what he feels yeah he, was, have- he, he will he he still want to help him i cannot see pram telling him i don't like you and uh Shang-Ma just suddenly not being there for them, you know.
1: No, yeah, same. He 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 definitely seems to be. Um, and if this if he if they stick to this vein in his character, he definitely seems to be a nice guy. So I feel like if you're if you're right and Prem does say to him, look, you like maybe maybe he'll find Prem and he'll be like, oh, you know, you shouldn't worry so much. You're gonna do really well or something. And Prem's like, I yeah, it's got nothing to do with this. I'm just like missing my man or whatever or some sort of thing like that. And that is the reveal of it. Then you're right. I do think he'll he'll stick by him, and it does sort of seem like that way. And the the mis the misunderstanding maybe on Ten's part because you know we have this. Oh, but maybe and-
0: maybe. Maybe something happens and it hurts Prem. And for example, Chang Ma tells Ten, you are, it's because of you, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: this would make Ten really angry.
1: Yeah. If I, if, it, if, it's if it's
0: coming from Chang Ma.
1: Yeah, there's a bunch of different ways it could go because the thing is, is even if he trusts Prem, he's so triggered by the chef. It's just like mm-hmm. not even funny because I feel like it's like anything, isn't it? He He, he feels insecure about him because they have this huge thing in common he knows things that you know that that ten can't possibly know like they have you know they have the same passion they have the you know whatever and it's like and, and the way that essentially, you know, Prem and Ten fell in love was cooking together. And so there's all these things where he's just going to be majorly triggered by him potentially. And it could just be that there will be no drama involving this at all. Like, and Prem will be, will, will uh, Prem will reassure Ten enough that Ten is not going to get jealous or doubt. Then There's going to be no doubts between them or whatever. It definitely seems like now that they very much trust one another and there doesn't seem to be doubts, but they, Everything I is so like... limboed in, in the air and they have not actually had proper conversations as far as we know. I think
0: it's going to happen. Like violence will happen because in the original trailer, we had that moment, right, when Tan hits Changma. Ma, right? This is what happened. He oh, hits someone. Lie. I think it was Chiang Ma. Who else uh, would okay. he hit? And, uh, we, and now the other dramatic moment that we had in the original trailer was uh, Pram running out of uh, the hospital and crying, and Tan catching him and hugging him. Well, this happened in this episode. I, I think this is the moment when Prem hears uh, Prem Tan and the dad talking, and he sees him being slapped, and he runs away. I think this is the moment from the trailer. Yeah, I think that is what what uh, it was supposed to be. This this moment.
1: Yeah. So I
0: think the fight will happen. The yeah. violence. The Tan hitting someone, Changma, so probably.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're – as I said, this show's been really good and part of that probably has been, it's choppy editing, in that we just really don't know what's going to happen next because it seems very um, calm and sweet and, like, you know, innocent love and all the rest of it. It's funny. And then all of a sudden it takes a dark turn and it's just – very serious and you know and it's it's a little bit hard to plot because the characters are um one minute they'll be super bold and open and the next minute they're so internalized it's really really hard to know exactly what their thoughts are and what what their motivations are going to be um at least that's that's my perspective on it um i find dynamite and fire way easier to read than prem and ten like in terms of Mm -hmm. like their future story arc um and it's not. I'm just not saying I don't understand the characters necessarily. It's more like you know what I mean. I'm not really sure what they're going to do with those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what and you Once mean. again, once again, we need to preferences with the, you. Neither you or I've read the book, so we don't like know anything. And we, I mean, I also feel but like we don't want danger, to know. No, I also feel like the danger with with the books and stuff like that is is that you know a lot of people are expecting things you know, they think they know stuff or whatever. And then when it doesn't turn out that way, it causes, you know, like issues with fans because, you know, they, they're disappointed or they're like, whatever. So yeah, I don't, I don't really want to know, but um, it's um it's, it's one of those things where we, I feel like, yeah, I, I, the next few episodes are going to be very interesting because it does look like there's not going to be a huge gap where they are apart. So, um, or if there is, we're still going to get to see them interacting. So um it's yeah it'll be interesting to see like what happens but I was just saying I just couldn't get over how bold 10 was in this episode
0: and he's so dramatic he's so freaking dramatic I love uh, it when he was like-, like pretending to be hungry and everything else and also they're so playful with each other mm-hmm. when 10 was begging for forgiveness and rubbing, rubbing his head uh, on pram like oh yeah the, the borrowing
1: cat. moment, yeah
0: grandma's like don't stop i don't want you to stop yet don't stop i was like oh yeah, my god
1: it's so funny because i thought that that one was like really really funny um it's it, because it's interesting right when when the first time i saw that <laughs> and i was reading the translations i thought for a second you know because sometimes it happens with with language barriers and things like that sometimes in a lot of shows that are subbed the, the, like they don't use proper grammar so like punctuation is missing or like i've seen some shows not maybe not gmm shows but i've seen some shows where like whole words are missing um and it's just bad like subbing or whatever but i was watching this and i'm just thinking like because i was reading the subs and sort of paying attention like you're watching it but you're also huh? reading yeah, yeah yeah and and i was like did you
0: think he was saying stuff or something yeah
1: like i said because when did he said <laughs> yeah when he said don't stop like, if you, it's just, it's a matter of grammar, isn't it? Because there's two different versions of that, isn't there? There's Like,
0: you were expecting him to say, stop. And then he's like, don't yeah, stop. me, you're like, huh? he's,
1: he's, I, so seri- he's so serious. Yeah. He's so serious mm-hmm. in this scene and sort of a little bit like he's pe- like he's pissed off a little bit. And the way, yeah. So you expect him to be like, don't stop, mm-hmm. you know? Uh-huh, but there's yeah, no punctuation yeah, yeah. there. And so he's like, don't stop. And then he's like, you know. <laughs> Oh,
0: I, don't, I, don't I was not mad, actually. Yet. I yeah. just wanted you to, to be to do that because it's cute. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was really cute. Like, he's like, keep going. Yeah, like, I don't enabler. want you to stop yet. Mm-mm. So I really liked that <laughs> as well. It was very, very cute. And the whole bit about, like, um, not wanting to eat and the fact that, like, he where he pinched 10 on the stomach when he lied to him. But it's so funny as well because, like, then they're standing there for a good, like, I don't know however many seconds with 10 just, like, holding Prem's hand against the lower part of his stomach while they're talking, and then the next mm-hmm. scene you see, and they're like, they're not in that position anymore. But it's just like, well, it's used to like be close, you know. So
0: the scene where the uh, fit killed me with the what? It was, it was, it was oh, the legs.
1: But before we got to the feet, though, the the bit where like the bit where like ten is watching. Prem and like thinking about their curse and just like oh yeah in like
0: being like, hard sir- frame yeah, and yeah, the sound like, and they're like oh. yeah
1: and like thirsting thirsting all over him and then he like pops the lid off his marker it was so funny. Like it was so funny because it was just like have a metaphor you know, it clearly it's a metaphor for like, you know, popping something. I else. haven't
0: seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen th- something like this being done in a BL before. I mean, no, I haven't watched many, so, that many, but I, I've seen stuff like this in uh, K-dramas. The thing yeah, that, yeah. the one that popped into my head was Strong Girl, Bung Sun, reminded me of them. Yeah. But it felt very interesting to see it in a BL. And I, I love it, actually.
1: Yeah, I thought it was a very interesting because, you know, normally, and we do get it later on, a big thing mm-hmm. that used to be really popular back in the day in BLs was like the horse noise when someone was feeling horny, like the stallion name, oh. <laughs> you know, which mm-hmm. I always was like, you'd be watching, it'd be like really serious what? moment or something. I mean,
0: that also happens in Strong Girl Bung Soon, actually.
1: Oh, does it? I can't remember. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah it- but it's when
0: after after the thing on the rooftop and when he's alone by himself and remembering things and he's working out because he cannot cannot stop thinking about her before yeah, she yeah. comes over. Yeah. So we get that that noise.
1: Yeah. And it's so funny because I've always done that. Like it used well not always, but like it used to be a big thing. And as I said, it could mm-hmm. be like a really serious moment and then all of a sudden the horse noise would happen and it would just be like it would take you out of the scene for a minute because you would just be like what the fuck. <laughs> but it was it was a very clear way of you know everybody knew like oh he's ve- he's feeling very horny you know and it's because
0: i mean I'm- it 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 didn't need to be there it's to me it was clear that oh, of course it was very that was clear happening. It was and very it's, clear. it was kind of weird that it happened in the second you know uh, scene Why not do it in the first scene i mean yeah.
1: um i well, don't know. even it's, here
0: like it was a it actually weird
1: it actually would have been really funny as well if they had done it here when he popped the loft the texter because like that is why like that is a visual representation of him basically mm-hmm. popping a boner i think or being like super turned on by Prem. and it was just like <laughs> i remember watching it being like what the hell <laughs> so i wasn't what is that was hilarious noise but
0: the way I thought what's hilarious is how Tan is so direct with Prem and asking for, you know, stuff. And Prem is taken by surprise and looks a bit scandalized. But then yeah. he nods in consent and then with such stressed face and big eyes. And, you know, every time they do this, it's freaking hilarious. Like, I
1: know, right? this is it's like, so do you good. I loved the affirmations and the the consent Mm -hmm. like it it was this is just such a pure thing the way they were just like do you still want to do this oh yes and it was like it was a fuck yes moment every time (laughs) and it was just yeah the big (laughs) the big doe eyes and the "Mm -hmm. yep let's do this Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah
0: yeah the glass taking off uh, the taking all the glasses scene looks like something straight off out of king of (laughs) land
1: Yeah, it was very funny. The the, the whole bit pretty, pretty much all of the montage bits were really funny. Um the way they kept getting interrupted and everything. But neither yes, they, were to give up. they were just they were both hilarious. both such horny little buggers. It was quite funny. And it was so and funny also, because of course, you know, obviously we both got spoiled for this moment too.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's Wednesday. I we watched it on Sunday. I forgot.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and I think we we did actually record a bit talking about our um. Yeah, we did. Our I'm going to insert or something. Yeah. Um, but Where we, were talking, we this? I think I think if we in, insert it, we could see we could insert it now. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I know you know something. Yeah. <laughs> First off, you're evil. Fancy telling me I I spoiled myself with something when I went on to Twitter for the latest episode of Cooking Crush and then not like sharing. Like I'm like, is it good or bad? You're like, nope. <laughs> and then honestly, I did not. I did not go to Twitter myself. Like, okay, for those who are listening, you got spoiled, didn't you? Me? How did you how did you get spoiled?
0: Um I went on Tumblr. Oh, was it on Tumblr? I went on Tumblr and I saw a GIF and at first I was looking long. I I, I was thinking about something else and I just kept watching that GIF because it didn't look like familiar. And then I just kept looking and looking and then <laughs> at some point I just I, I I saw it, you know? And I was so like, oh re-
1: fuck. It registered what you were looking at.
0: Exactly. I'm so... And then I just threw my laptop into the window.
1: <laughs> I'm so curious to know if we same thing. So, like, okay, so you did that straight away. As soon as you told me you've been spoiled, my first instinct was, like, well, now I want to know. Like, I'm having, like, a massive case of FOMO. But I did not – I swear, I did not go to Twitter with that intention. So I just did the post on um, Tumblr about our new Telegram uh, group chat, And I thought, oh, I should also post this on Twitter because, you know, like people there might want to join. And so I went into our account and I'm, you know, (laughs) doing the post. And then when I switched back to my personal, I was like, it was the first thing I saw. And I was just like, I had sort of a similar uh, instance to you where I was just like, wait, what am I seeing right (laughs) now? Am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? oh my god I'm dying how did this happen the escalation <laughs> I feel like I'm giving it away I feel like we probably saw the same thing we seem to be having the same reaction but um I'm just like I don't really know what to say Ofga I was surprised yeah I mean
0: <laughs> maybe you know I didn't say I saw gun.
1: oh okay I saw Ofgaan <laughs>
0: Okay, I still have gone too.
1: <laughs> Coming back from the break, <laughs> um, it was funny. <laughs> I, I remember I said to you when we recorded our our kind of like freak out reaction um, to both being spoiled where we wouldn't tell each other what it was about, <laughs> that we, 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 had, a, we games. had a play. Yeah, we had a phone call afterwards, after we watched the episode where we were like, was this the bit? Was this the bit? And it was, yeah, it was the bit. Um, <laughs> but I remember, and I don't remember, I remember saying to you, but I don't remember if I said it in the bit we recorded or if I said it when we were talking later on, that to remind me to tell you about my spoiler bit in, when we were watching Not Me the Mm dead scene because the exact same thing happened to me when I was watching this so like when I accidentally got spoiled for this when we were watching not me Mum and I were behind I don't really know why we were about 10 or 15 minutes behind um from when the episode started and airing and when we actually got around to watching it or maybe it wasn't even that maybe it was like five minutes or something and um I don't know why, but like I picked up my iPad or something and Twitter opened or Instagram or some some damn thing opened and all of a sudden there was like the bit where they're like full on making out in the tent in not me and I just I was like I think I squealed and slid off my chair like my mom still laughs if we talk about <laughs> it. she's like it was the funniest thing ever and I said to her I got spoiled for something last night and cooking crush she's like did you slide off the chair I was like well no I was sitting right there, but, Like if I, if I could have I had the exact same like kind of feeling inside where I just like went like melted into like a puddle and I would have slid on slid off something if I was able to but yeah I really wasn't expecting it but it was pretty much the exact same thing like I opened you know, Twitter to do something, and there it was, and I was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> I think I just didn't squeal this time. I think the only thing that was different is I didn't squeal, but um yeah i it was it was one of those things that where this scene is very clear that they um you know didn't want to stop. they were both really really you know into what's going on, they were very, very like um." happy and and you know just enjoying themselves um horny little buggers but then
0: when they get interrupted i it's hilarious how they agree extremely politely that they probably shouldn't continue what they're doing
1: yeah well and then i like so yeah Yeah. it's like the third time's the charm but yeah (laughs) because um you 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 shared a post as well with me from i think either one of the staff or something who was like the actor who like kicked the ball into the car like apologizing to fans because they they disrupted them
0: (laughs) you know and I loved that was (laughs) hilarious it was very brave of that person to come out with such a confession (laughs) that they were
1: yeah the one who did that I'm the one that kicked the ball into the car I'm so sorry (laughs) But, I have to
0: hide the anthologist in though. Like, I'm sorry I did that. I'm sorry I kept asking for more.
1: Yeah, well it was, was so just- it was it was just so funny because like the way, you know, um it's just it it, it was so it, this whole scene was so funny because we had the bit where like as I said where Ten pops off his marker lid, then we had the footsies under the table which was hysterical. And then when Ten says to him, like, so bold once again, I thought you were giving me the signal to kiss. And Prem's <laughs> face, Pen, Prem's face half the time they're in this cafe together. Looks like he's low-key judging Ten and, like, questioning his life choices. <laughs> so the fact that he's just, like, you know, um, uh, Ten Ten's a. Uh, like you know so do you wanna sort of thing and Prem's like hmm kissing and like you're just a nod like in affirmation like yep let's do it um mm-hmm. but but 10 bowl 10 being like I want to kiss you we should go somewhere <laughs> like just the whole thing and they, and it's so funny because they're they're essentially although they're in university they they don't really have a private place to go because ten lives at home still with his dad and prem lives at home with his grandma and shares a bedroom with his sister so it's not like they have a private place so they're doing like the library behind a sign in the car park in the car Like it's (laughs) just and every time they were just getting sprung they need they need to like invest in somewhere else more private they need a tent yeah they need a tent that is true they do need a tent a tent or a hotel room. Or like, you know. Or an abandoned and, building. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's so funny, like, as yeah. you said, I, the, the <laughs> bit where, the bit where, like, they're both apologizing to each other afterwards and Prem's like, I kept asking for more. <laughs> and, and and then Tan being like, you know, giving his lesson in hormones. Like, it's not your fault, it's the hormones
0: <laughs> I wonder what all the little drawings uh, in, like, anima- animation said in the scene where he was explaining the hormones. Yeah. It had animation and something written in Thai, and it was it was cute, but I wanted to know
1: what it was. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Well, that's right. Oh, hopefully someone will translate it for us. Um, I probably you know you probably could take skills, skills, skills of the scene and use a translate- yeah. translating app or something like that, depending on how clear the text is. But yeah, I mean, someone hopefully in the fandom will have <laughs> or will will or will have already. Uh, translated those little bits because i'm sure it's really funny like i'm sure i mean maybe they have
0: they probably have and i just lost that lost that translation i didn't see it
1: yeah i haven't seen anything but that doesn't mean it hasn't happened yeah so if anyone's seen if anyone's seen the translations for the little like animations during the scene where where ten is uh giving his lesson in dopamine adrenaline and i can't remember what the other one was um, oh come on, serotonin. Dave. I don't know. Yeah, serotonin. Yeah, it was serotonin. Um, then he, he he would be really good if you could link them to us. You know, um, because we're we're super curious. I assume that they would be funny though, probably because given they seem to use the uh animations and the cartoons and that when they're like underlying a joke. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that that's that's so then was cute. Yeah
0: then we get to a weird scene that was cut again because in the last episode we saw a part of this conversation and now it's just again fire walking to his door and waiting to be noticed by dynamite. dynamite. And the conversation was weird. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this I mean, then, uh, I had a, I had major issues with this this scene. It really frustrated me actually because there are aspects of this scene. So hang on, before we get to the conversation, like I, I do have to say the bit where Farah is walking to his door and then like you know he hears something and he turns around dramatically. He's like he's not being at all subtle. He is so looking mm-hmm. for dynamite. Yeah, but um, it's really funny because I really liked parts of this conversation.
0: But I yeah. wish
1: they'd left out the whole girlfriend stuff or explained it, explained it better because I feel like it, it, yeah. it confused what was otherwise a very important conversation. You know, like
0: yeah, because why? Why <laughs> just why? Yeah, it just I mean, doesn't so- make this conversation doesn't make sense. No, why? And fight-
1: fire is confused so maybe we are meant mm-hmm. to be as well I don't know but like why bother maybe, maybe we are it's... meant
0: to be ha 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 this is so confusing ha 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 because yeah, I mean once this again is this so is one of those why... it's confusing.
1: Yeah. this is one of those another one of those why bother moments you know like the entire yeah. decision but then she says to him but she says these really important things like she says to him you know, the entire decision is yours to make. No one can force you to do or feel or whatever a certain way. And these what things are really, was really stop, important.
0: Stop denying what you feel. Relationship relationships are complex as they are. There's no need to further complicate your feelings. And also, if you are afraid, you will remain as you are now. Oof. Yeah. Oof. So
1: there was so Oof. much. What a good monologue. Yeah. There was so much in this scene that was so important, this whole no one can force you thing. Very, very important. Very, very insightful. Very, very interesting. But all mixed up and, like, twisted with this weird conversation where, like, I met Mm -hmm. you and I had met her and I liked her but I gave you a go and, okay, bisexual exists so that's fine. But then she clearly. Then I, to see I it.
0: dated her, and I didn't see you, and now I'm seeing you, and then she doesn't like that I'm seeing you, and this because is the last she's time. My like girlfriend. why?
1: Because she's my girlfriend, and it's like, well, wh- hang on a minute. I'm, I must admit, I was in the exact same position as Fire, going like, "Wait, hold up a second. I need you to explain this to me better." Because if are, they you had just... are you
0: also my girlfriend? I would not like. Why not tell me that we're not a thing? Or I, I really don't understand where they're going with this. No, it doesn't Rick, it even was... feel important. It doesn't no. even feel like it's worth talking the, about they, it. That's it's right. Just...
1: They could have, they could have left out all of this altogether and just had him say something like. Make a comment where he assumed that they had gotten back together again, although he's not acting like they're together again. Um, it, this scene. What,
0: would have think, been- what I feel like if, it, if they took out that this is the last time I'm eating with you, Shabba with you again, it would have been fine. But this makes everything so dramatic. Like, what? Why suddenly? Like, what is happening? It's just. Why well, did you just, do that before? If she knew, if you she you knew that she doesn't like that. Why could,
1: yeah. I like just lie like and you, confuse yeah, him? It's be, just weird. Yeah, well, why would you let and someone you know, think you were dating like, them if you already had a girlfriend? It's so weird. Like, like the whole thing. yeah.
0: It's like your words are very smart, but you're not smart. Like what the fuck is, is going yeah, on? You,
1: you sound like an idiot right now. Yeah. Like, it would <laughs> exactly. What this scene would have been really good is if we had none of the girlfriend talk. Right. And what we'd mm-hmm. actually had in this scene was her say, she, no, could,
0: but have she said, could have said, she could have said, I have a girlfriend, you know, I have a girlfriend. I'm, I'm actually your friend. Go get no, no, dynamite. Yeah, but, That's but what, I,
1: what I think actually would have been better even beyond that is I, I think they could have done the, the, the um, uh, thing about that. This is the last time we'll eat, you know, shampoo together or whatever, because he could have been like, why? And she could have said, she could have just said, my girlfriend doesn't like it. And, we have this understanding, like, he has this understanding, like, he knows this already. Like, they are just friends. And Fire is the one who's, who, uh, not Fire, Dynamite is the one who's misunderstood and thinks they're together still, like, they're It's still weird for me.
0: No, it's still weird for me because if she, your girlfriend doesn't like it, why are you doing this? Like, why no, can't no, you but, just have but, it, be having this conversation in a cafe somewhere or I don't know. Like, yeah, why? I why mean, is this they happening? Just,
1: but this scene could have just been her talking him through this, as you said, this this dialogue that was really important, really insightful, really, um, you know, clever a dialogue, it could have just been them having dinner as friends, having this conversation and her talking him through, like, the these decisions and his feelings and everything and make it very clear. Like, I don't know why they tried to make it look like they were back together again and they... Yeah. Thought they were like to why was
0: she tricking him? Like why why yeah. was this happening? It's it just makes a sense. why like
1: if they were hanging why? out just as friends and they both knew they were hanging out just as friends, then this scene would have been a really sweet, nice friendship scene. It would have been like we tried to date but I was actually into someone else and so are you. So it's good that we're friends and we can be here for each other. And then you still could have had dynamite misinterpret their relationship and be jealous like that, that side of it still would have worked. You didn't need any of these extra complications
0: also why make fire be surprised that they're not not uh, a thing like he can be surprised by the fact that she has a girlfriend because like they are seeing each other but they made it look as though fire thought they were dating and now she's actually dating someone else and it's yeah. just weird
1: and it's weird anyway because like he doesn't like it like that too as well so like
0: this no, kind of idea about him sense.
1: being upset or whatever is just weird too. Like the, the whole, yeah. this, this scene was a big giant mess because of like conversation and backstory they didn't need to have. Mm-hmm. You know, if they really wanted to do some backstory and let us know that she had a girlfriend because they wanted to introduce maybe another character into it that that'll that come into it at some point or like whatever, they very easily could have just said, to, said had a conversation where, you know, she, she told him all these things that she told him and like she like this advice I guess that she's giving him and he sort of said he could have then said to her well how did you and your girlfriend start dating because like and then you know like so then he's actually listening to her because she is in a similar situation you know like she tried to date him it didn't work out because she didn't actually like him she liked this girl so she made that choice to to not pursue a relationship with him because one, she could tell that he liked Dynamite and two, she liked this girl. So he could have like further asked for advice from her and that would have made the scene even sweeter and more, you know, whatever. Instead, they turned it into this weird mess like where it just really didn't so, need to be. So, yeah. There.
0: And after hearing the monologue, the real advice, the, the part that is good, it's it's just very, very good. Yeah. He becomes sad. Yeah. And then we have the scene with the grandmother and the dad. And oh. I thought it was really, she's so cute. I love her. She was buying them time. Yeah. And Do you know, do you face... know what I think
1: is really interesting too? too? Like one of the things I did notice straight off the bat with this, and I noticed it when I watched it on the first watch too, which I, I was surprised by myself that I noticed this. And I also I actually made note of it when I watched it the second time was, when 10 just before like you I think we can hear I think we can hear them talking and I think you get like the first couple of subs and stuff but they focused on that sign again that it, that hangs either above like the entrance to their house or in their in their mm-hmm. house in the restaurant which is basically this house is blessed with happiness and comfort and I said last mm-hmm. week that this sign is the exact opposite of 10's home and so, like, mm-hmm. why while he's there and he's talking to them and he's like talking to her, and at the very start of the scene, they're reminding you that this place, this is a place that's blessed with happiness and comfort. So I, I felt like they were she telling was, us in this scene. As yeah, well she was just indulging her. him.
0: Yeah, she was just indulging him, like, yeah, telling him what he wanted to hear. But you know, um, I thought it was interesting that what he decided to come to her with was the issue in you know uh, air quotes of their yeah yeah, of the secret dating so
1: i knew the father didn't tell her i knew it was going to turn out to be that he had seen them kissing no it's
0: just that the father didn't tell her about the money and why is that why did he use the idea please let me finish sorry why
1: (laughs) (laughs) i feel suitably chastised okay continue (laughs) (laughs) why
0: why did he use the idea of them dating as a reason why would she care about 10 studies like was he really hoping that would make her do something like did he not tell her about the money because because he didn't want her to feel bad because he respected her because this is what would make her you know feel something or so i don't
1: don't think so maybe he's reconsidered about what like I, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't really think that Prem was doing the wrong thing, and that's why he didn't share. It, or maybe he's holding it back for a later date. I don't know. Um Perhaps he thought maybe she, maybe he respects
0: her. I'm just maybe he didn't want to make know. her feel bad. I don't
1: know. I don't because you know he will get like too, he will get too redeemed
0: in the end. We all know he's going to get redeemed in the end. Uh, maybe they're trying know. not to make him a super big, you know, dick. Because if right. he did that, if he came to her with this information, like your your grandson is a scammer, this is so much worse. What he came with uh, to her is like, uh, um, uh, could you please make this stop because my son can cannot focus. Which I must admit, like he does best.
1: say one of the things he did say that made me kind of sit up and go, Okay, well, this is interesting. Are you just saying this, or do you really feel this way? Um, where he says mm-hmm. something like, or at least I, sh- I think he did, unless I imagined it, because I didn't make any notes on it. But I-, I feel like he said something like, Um, you're, it's not, I-, I don't have an issue with the fact that they're dating, it's that they're, um, Affecting each other, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like so, it's like, it's like he's saying, like, I don't care that they're both guys and they're dating. Like, I don't care that your son is a boy, mm-hmm. kind of thing. A uh, not son, grandson. Um, I feel like he mm-hmm. said something like that, um, which made me kind of go, well, okay, that's interesting that he made that definition as well. Like he's 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 mm-hmm. saying his his grades have dropped, his whatever. But I I had to say, and I I know I said this to you when we were talking about it. We were ranting yeah. about it afterwards. He's in the top three mm-hmm. percent. He's dropped to the top three percent of his class. Oh my goodness! The father is very he can extreme. Never become
0: a doctor. <laughs> yeah. He's so he's so extreme. He's so strict. Mm. I mean, yes this this is happening. Okay, we're seeing, but it's not a, you know it's not a tragedy. It's not such a big deal. What they can do is what he should have done was talk to him and be like her saying fix this you know if you want yeah. this to work if you want this just fix this yeah. be focused on that but you know get just do better this Support is what you sh- should have done yes yeah this is what she said to 10 it's, it's all good but fix this fix yeah, yeah. mate tell him to study tell him to go to do good you know but he's just weird
1: <laughs> yeah it's well like, because we don't it's... we still don't fully know his motives for for any of this because as you said he could have told her about the the money and he didn't so there's... maybe he's
0: a perfectionist because maybe he is feels guilty because of them i mean he obviously feels guilty about the mother i'm right dying and him not noticing he must well unless like a complete monster,
1: you know then you would
0: i mean they will not still- they will not make him a complete monster. I don't see it happening.
1: Mm. But yeah, so it's just like that. If, if said- it
0: happens, if they transform in, him into a monster and he does not get redeemed by the end, I will be very surprised. I will be, so- mm-hmm. <laughs> because um, you still can see this this mm, parts in him that are not as bad like this thing that you notice that that he is not uh does not mind that they're both guys or the fact that he did not tell the grandma about the money this is something this is intriguing and but usually with parents in Thai dramas that I noticed are uh, not redeemed in the end they're just they they have no uh, qualities they have no good qualities mm-hmm. if you think about bad friend for example the mother from bad friend Yeah, (laughs) there's there's nothing to redeem there.
1: Mm. No, well that's right. That's exactly right. You you just her behavior is so inexcusable. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting because you're right. There there is he's 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 made himself an unknown quantity. We don't really know what to expect from him. And, And and and. as we were talked about earlier, he's not exactly wrong. They are both extremely fixated on one another to the point where Prem is forgetting, you know, about this dream Much that he had essentially. Yeah. And you know, okay, Prem is uh, his his grades have dropped slightly. I feel like for I feel like actually for Prem it's probably less of a problem than it is for um sorry for ten. I feel like it's less of a problem for ten than it is for Prem because Prem is. Uh, Prem's is a prem, prem. has a lot more to lose than ten, for starters, because of their situations. But also, mm-hmm. and Prem's like study and everything is is uh, and his ambition with the competition. These things are all really different. Different and like you know, at this point in his life, a lot more hands on than what Prem is doing, which is like you know more theory study and stuff like that. He's not actually at the doctoring side of things yet, or whatever. Um. And he's still Ten. in the top three percent. Ten is still in the top three percent. He can become a doctor as long as he yeah. passes and graduates from university. It doesn't matter whether he's in the top three percent or the top one percent or whatever. Like I don't know. Yeah, but you what know the his dream, like, like over there. But if he is a doctor, he can get a job. Like, you know what I mean. But you know
0: the dad. The dad says in the in the scene where they're fighting, doesn't the dad says uh, said you wanted to be the best?
1: Yeah, and that's so that's his
0: dream a, was to be the best. And yeah, so he's this, giving up on his dream, just as Prem is, in a way.
1: It is, but also I feel like with Ten, like Ten was really dangerously borderline, yeah, about to destroy himself before he met Prem. Because yes, because he didn't sleep, he didn't eat, he all he did was study. Like he's, he was miserable. Right, he his sole focus is getting out of the bed. It's barely functioning, yeah. And put yeah, and put one foot in front of the other is is this this goal to be a better doctor than the father, and in spite of him, right? So, it's like this thing that's that's happening now. Him being in the top three percent or whatever does not mean that he can't be the best doctor. The best doctor doesn't mean the one with the the best grades. Like, trust me, I've known a lot of doctors, and <laughs> the ones who have had the best grades are not necessarily the best doctors because they're they they maybe they're about getting the best job with the best money and the whatever. They don't care about the patient. Maybe they don't care about the patient as much as the one who like was only top three percent or top ten percent or whatever who actually cares about the patient patient and who will see something that maybe the one who spent his entire life buried in a textbook not you know, if you think about it human condition will will miss he won't they won't see that they, they'll they'll miss the part where because they're not listening to the patient or they're not like whatever whereas like mm-hmm. prem is different prem uh, sorry ten is different Ten-ten. ten is ten is learning things he's he's like he's he's getting to know himself and you know other people's feelings and like he's growing in a different way that will benefit him as a doctor um he's learning and just things-
0: thinking he has been like this as well he thought it was his dream and he fixated on it and he was like destroying himself right mm. and his dad also his his views changed because he fell in love but his dad still sees it the old way so if you think about it they are very similar.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like we're we're going back dangerous romance territory here with mm-hmm. King and his father. Yeah, well, they were very very similar. Yeah, and I mean, this is this is often the case when you are really similar to somebody, like a parent or a sibling or whatever. You butt heads constantly because the things that you don't like in yourself, you see in them, and and you know, like you can. It just it's just what happens. You know what I mean? So, um. But I I just think that like perm. Sorry, Prem. Ten is in this position where with Prem, <laughs> besides like actually living his life and being happy and sleeping and eating food and being healthy, he is also like learning all these things besides cooking that Prem is teaching him about, you know, the different classes and how people feel and prejudice and all the rest of it. These things will only help him as a doctor you know, unless he's going to get a job in a really posh clinic where he only looks after rich people, these things are going to make him a better doctor. So like on one hand, like I get what the father's saying, but I feel like it actually applies. And and like Prem has clearly been worrying about it. He feels guilty about the money thing. He's worried that, you know, he's distracting, um, 10 and all the rest of it. But in actual fact, I feel like, Ten is more a danger to Prem than Prem is to Ten because I feel like Ten is once they get together, once everything's official, and he knows that you know, like Prem is his without like doing the whole ownership conversation, um, that that they're together. You know what I mean? And their feelings are mutual and everything. I think he would calm down and he would like, you know. But because it's so up in the air and he doesn't know and he, he just wants it so badly. He's like obsessing and, and all the rest of it and him taking a little break from things is not a bad thing. He also has a lot of stuff to fall back on if he needs to. I you know, there's
0: it's not necessarily uh, that Prem is, that Tan is a danger to Prem. This was a moment of, of weakness for both of them but if you think about it, Tan's present fueled ram's uh passion again he yeah. inspired him like it, his first uh, interaction with him inspired this uh dream yeah I mean, so look, it's I, not like I, I think the world or when they feel insecure might make them think that this relationship is hurting them and is a danger to both of them but it's just you know right now they're both um very excited about each other yeah
1: I mean, but I ultimately
0: what I we're going that... to see is that they're going to inspire and support each other and oh, push yeah. each other and to look, become better. Look, we've said that
1: all along. I mean, that's what's already yeah. starting to happen. And me saying him being a danger to him, I'm not, I'm not saying that I think that or I believe that. I'm just saying from the father's perspective, what he's listing out as things that are issues or whatever, and even the grandmother agreeing or whatever Ooh, to a
0: certain extent. What if Shangma is like the father for Bram? Like, like what if Shangma? tells ten that you are distracting him you are ruining his dream or something like this
1: yeah well i wouldn't be surprised if something like that happens but yeah so what what i'm what i was trying to say though is if you're looking at them in terms of like who's distracting who and how would it affect the other person the most i feel like in this situation in that situation rather Krem would be the one with the most to lose, right? Because he doesn't have the financial backup. He doesn't have, you know, he's only going to have so many chances. There's, There's all these different things that makes it more serious for him. But he's so concerned about 10 that he's not noticing any of that. But you're completely right about the fact that what the parents aren't seeing in this situation and also what, He's not seeing in this situation because he does have this underlying guilt for the money and whatever else and for not feeling good enough or whatever, which is thanks to the dad, um, is that you, you're right. They have inspired this passion in one another. They, they, they are uh, – well, he's well, – well, Ten has inspired the passion in Prem. Prem has, has, has made um, Ten live again and make him healthy essentially, um, made him smile, made him, you know, like – comfortable with people and all the rest of it whereas um ten has inspired um prem not only to to try new things but also to embrace his own confidence in the fact that he is a good chef he can cook he his his style is 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 enough and you know all these things that he's getting from you know every every time that um uh ten you know, tries his food or whatever because there's it's all well and good for Prem to, you know, join this competition and maybe win it or whatever. Um and also to open up a bigger restaurant and all the rest of it. But ultimately his goal and his passion was to make people happy by eating his food. And he's already doing that.
0: And then we get the scene of neo drinking. Oh my God, it felt a long this scene felt long I mean I loved her monologue but did we really need to hear Jane's monologue all over again all, all of it
1: did well, we this is another super weird scene to me because first off we like first off we had um it was so confusing because they use the same location for all of the reasons why is he places. drinking
0: in a library
1: it's not even a library though because this is the thing everyone keeps going like what li-? is it it's a cafe because if you look at, like, I noticed when I was re-watching it, in the scenes where he's, like, drunk and passed out in the beanbag, there's this, like, hate, like, this like, a, a letter H or H, however you want to say the letter H, um, in the window. <laughs> and then when Prem enters the cafe in the morning and he sees Ten asleep out on the table at the end of the episode, um. Mm-hmm he's gone into this cafe and it's got the same like logo as this thing that's up in the window. So, mm-hmm. and when you, and when they're making out downstairs, like outside of like a cafe or whatever behind the sign, that's the same place. So they were upstairs oh. in, the, in the, like, I guess it's like a bookstore, maybe bookstore cafe. So they were upstairs <laughs> making out. Then they were making out. So downstairs. They rented they then they out this out place the place to car feel carpet. all this <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So they, cause, cause I read someone say, oh, they must not have been able to get the apartments back. So that was why Ugh. Neo, or not Neo, that's why Fire was drinking in like a library slash book cafe, whatever, in the middle of the night. Because it was why, weird. Why, it makes no sense. Man, why and was, I I mean, like no one kick him out or something? Like, it was so weird. Yeah, because you and I had this conversation after the episode where I was like, okay, so if you had someone drunk, friend, lover, whatever, complete stranger who you were in charge of, You would not be carrying them up and down the stairs 20 times. You would just put their ass in a taxi and take them home. Like, why would you do that? It's so weird. There is no way that he would do what he's doing and will be able to do it. Like, doesn't that place close 24-7? Like, what the fuck is going on right now? But it's so weird that it's even like The, the whole thing was weird. But obviously, they could not get the apartments. They could not. There were certain things that they couldn't access. So they found this location and they literally just shot everything there. So it was weird because of the location. But it was also weird because yeah, there was a. Lo- it was a, it was a long scene, and it was just basically it was like I feel like this scene. Oh, as I said, it was the, it was clearly the reshoot. It was dumb. To keep taking you up the stairs, but he kept fire just kept hurting. To, dynamite here the kiss yes and then, when know, he like... kissed him
0: he looked like he was about to cry yeah i mean fire apologizes right away and they kind of move move, in, move on
1: yeah but, but that's like, it's like it, it's... strike one it's like strike one in the causing dynamite pain thing i mm-hmm. i did really like aspects of this scene like for example once again we got to see dynamite showing his maturity um this whole bit where he says to him why do you always make me worry oh my god it got me in the stomach mm-hmm. so much like I felt like someone stabbed me I was like Ugh. and then him taking care of him you know and then of course yeah. we had this drunken confession from fire this I want to have you by my side you know yeah the ultimate hurt because the next day he's like I would never say anything like that and especially to you so it's like good Lord. it was just so
0: weird it's like uh you know I was thinking they, they better not make him forget everything in the morning. I mean, I was like, this will be such a cliche and they've been so good at avoiding them so far, but nah, you know, he actually woke up knowing what happened, slapped himself and went, nope, never
1: happened. Yeah. So we, we, we actually, we <laughs> actually we
0: actually
1: <laughs> yeah, we actually, like skipped right. a whole scene because we essentially had the, the, the drunk monologue scene. It's just, I feel like the, um, you know, I feel a certain aspect. Fire, fire slapping himself. I, 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 did enjoy. I felt like he deserved it as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, the thing where he's just like <laughs> when he said, "Yeah, I would never do such things, especially not with you." I was like, "Oh, you prick!" And I feel like, ouch, he has to work really hard now. I really hope that Dynamite work makes him work really fucking hard. Because I just mm-hmm. feel like he doesn't deserve him at this point yeah. in time. Like, I get he's messed up. I get he's, you know, scared and all the rest of it. But it's really shitty that he remembers what he did and then said it in such a way. Like, he makes it sound like like it, he, 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 it, he could have denied it without, without tacking on the especially with you part. Like, that is just so mean.
0: Yes, I agree. Him. It makes him so- it sound like he's the worst option ever. Yeah,
1: like there's something wrong with him and everything, and it's just really and he and he knows he's already hurt. Cool. Sort of it's thing,
0: cruel yeah. when it's you know that that person likes you. Yeah,
1: yeah, and especially backed on the fact, pa- you know, backed on the fact that he kissed him twice essentially, um, and then you know said these sweet things to him, and then. Knowing, knowing how he feels about him as well, and also knowing as well that he's essentially had given up on him, and to do that is just—it is very, very cruel. And as I said, I hope that Dynamite makes him work really, really hard for it.
0: Yes, and then we get uh, the scene. We you know as soon as I saw the polo shirt that Chen was wearing, I—you know—I got stuck yeah, on no, was- no, 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 I no, know, no, no. He
1: was sitting. He was sitting out on that balcony area from the trailer and it was just like oh uh-huh. crap it's happening and I honestly I am so do not we ready I was not ready no, I thought this would be like in two more episodes or something. I did not think that this was going to be in this episode. Um, and that and didn't
0: so... happen in episode eight, you know, the father trouble episode. Yeah,
1: same. I did not expect it to be here at all. Like, I'm so confused by it. Oh, but it's, it's just like oh, they I accelerated. One
0: like, episode of them them being happy.
1: Yeah. yeah, they accelerated it so quickly. So and this scene was so painful. Like it was so painful. And then once again as I said we we find this uh, you know that he saw them kissing. And his dad, oh my god, his dad once again is like cooking is stupid. Like I ugh, I just was getting so angry listening to him and poor Prem having to hear it all. I was not expecting that. Like I know you and I talked about this. You know, in mm-hmm. the trailer we saw this scene where you know his dad is obviously yelling at him, you know, you still seeing him, slaps him, you know, blah mm-hmm. blah blah, all that. I did not envision that Prem was going to be on the phone and like outside witnessing this slap, and it was really, really oh my goodness, the poor, that poor boy. Yeah. You no know, wonder he feels so guilty.
0: You know, what stayed with me was the line if being in love makes makes your life go downhill you would better put an end to it what a line Mm. also it's it's very interesting because we haven't had a main character who um would have such an arc yet i don't remember like all, all of the characters that we've been analyzing so far in dangerous romance in um last twilight their lives become much better in all the ways you know, not just them becoming happier and healthier. So it's interesting that they have this moment of them kind of losing their focus on the other, on the outside world, and um. I
1: feel like becoming... though, they they've barely, they haven't been given a chance to get past that. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there is um, like Dangerous Romance was different because obviously, uh. They, they, Selom had this goal to get Kang through, to get Kang, you know, to pass and graduate and all the rest of it. So straight off, even once they sort of got into their puppy phase and all the rest of it, they were still like, there was a plan. Like they had a, they had a schedule, like, you know, making out could wait till later, even though, you know, like it still did bleed into things, but like, and with Last Twilight, you know, once again, completely different sort of situation. They, they did have a couple you know little moments where it was just them but they were able to do that because they were isolated and you know that no one else did exist for that that moment those moments where they're up on the mountain and you know away mm-hmm. just together just the two of them but that's different again and and even we find out you know we found out that um uh Mork was fully aware of the fact that when they came back reality was set in and there would be drama you know like he 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 was aware of that and still made those decisions whereas in this this is like even though they're in university, this is like puppy love, you know, like when you first meet someone, you like someone, you don't really know what's happening. You haven't had the, you know, confirmation that you're a boyfriend and girlfriend or boyfriend and boyfriend and girlfriend and girlfriend. Like they haven't sat down and had that conversation. They haven't had a chance to just like date and be cute and spend time making out and whatever. And like, usually that sort of dies down a bit, but they hit, they're not even, they've not even been given the chance to sort of like, you know, get their heads on straight because, it's literally only just started happening. Yeah. And already but they're also, being sort of chastised for it.
0: Yeah. And you know the line, you couldn't save mom too and slap. Um, I've been expecting this. Mm. It was clear that this is how it would happen, right? It was clear. But yeah. what I what I wanna say, you know, the dad he took away the phone, right? He took the phone back. Mm. Look. Even this dad gave him the phone back. I'm looking at you, mom from Last Twilight. Even <laughs> this dad.
1: I'm like, I'm so glad you've come over to my side of that. I'm just was like, sorry, I, I just can't believe it. But yeah, even him. Yeah, you know, even the slapper. Yeah, no,
0: it's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I mean, this. This but, is. You the know, thing. I just. Said
0: it's. It's really horrible, though, because um, being in love with someone, you never. You never want to hear that you're making the lives, their lives worse. No. It is horrible, especially for a person who's already insecure. It's just mm-hmm. like the worst thing that you can hear. Like it would make you isolate yourself.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, Prem says, so I don't rude. want my happiness to cost you everything.
0: His happiness it wouldn't it wouldn't it's not even he cannot have this happiness if it costs him everything like this yes. is just a thing that's a concept that just is not real
1: yeah they can <laughs> yeah yeah. Mm. yeah but it's just yeah and i mean the this the scene with the going just going back quickly to the scene with the father like how he's like you mm-hmm. should end it blah 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 i i i am i'm am in so in love with ten like ten is best boy like this this man is like, no, like, he's like, I am not going to do that. Um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I, I actually was like, it's funny, like, cause I knew I was going to be mad at the father for hitting him because just because, mm-hmm. you know, but like, mm-hmm. I'm actually, st- I'm like even madder because I feel like 10 really didn't do anything wrong. It's not like he said anything, you know, extremely horrible to him. Yeah. Like, it's like, far- like you
0: said, you, you sh- like, it's your fault that she died. It's like,
1: yeah, which is he said he, you
0: couldn't save her. Yeah, or that you you didn't pay attention to her and this is why she died. He said you couldn't save her, and you know it happens all the time. Yeah,
1: you and I mean this is this is people. the thing. Clearly, he is triggered by that, so maybe he has a lot more guilt than we've seen yeah. or that he's let like, his sons see. and maybe that will be you know his like redeeming moment or whatever. But it's like. I just, I I loved, I loved Ten's character in this scene. As I said, I loved him saying, no, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. This is my life. I love him. I am not about to give up on him. And then the way, Oh my God, the, he, the way he reacted so quickly when he realized what was going on, that he realized that poor Prem had witnessed all this, that he had heard all this and he knew he'd run like, and he just went after him. And I just, I loved that. I was like, Oh my God, he is best boy. Um, But I, I was like, I, I so much cried. Like, I started crying. Zoe. Um, I started Zoe. crying when he suggested they take time apart because I was not expecting it. And I'm like, wait, what? What's what just happened? <laughs>
0: was that when you started crying? Because when Gun started- was like, it's tearing me apart, I was like, it's tearing me apart that this is tearing you apart. Because <laughs> Gan...
1: Stop crying! It's traumatic. It's fucking traumatic. He, he cries <laughs> so pretty. He cries so pretty, but it's no. So it wasn't it's even. So, pretty. It
0: was just traumatic so, for me.
1: It's so, so soul destroying so every time he does it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it and I know it's just like, but when, when Tan said that, it was so funny. Cause I was like, it was like the, the last line I expected to come out of his mouth, but then he straight mm-hmm. away followed it up with like, I'm going to prove what we have is not useless. And I'm like, and the bit where he said, I won't make you shed tears again anymore. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> big, gross, ugly tears down my face. Ugly sobbing like, uh, you know, I was like, can you promise not to make me shed tears again? <laughs> <laughs> i'm like damn Good you life. off, off is always off is always off is always my tearjerker i don't know why he gun, as i say, gun cry so pretty he's so it's so tragic whenever he does it it destroys you but off is the one that it's makes me cry
0: pretty. it's just very oh, no. vulnerable
1: He Um, cries pretty. He does cry. No, it's just that it's
0: when I was looking at that, I was not thinking, oh wow, this is pretty. I was I was thinking, Wow, this is it's like uh it was like he was cut out up, you know, it's I was seeing inside of him and he was so raw and vulnerable and too much and you know there's blood everywhere and you know
1: and I, <laughs> this is like me. This is that's me he like this crying I mean that's like the first time I watched Theory of Love, that was my reaction to guns crying scenes. I was like, wait, what? Why why am I bleeding? Um yeah, no, I I, was I know afterwards lot. afterwards when I was watching like gifts and stuff, I was like, Man, he's pretty when he cries. <laughs> when no, I when I had some distance so... from the scene
0: it's just you know as we talked it, it looked like he didn't like he didn't care that much but he's so into Tan. he likes him so much oh, and he yeah, this doesn't I'm really like he has show this, it and
1: yeah he has this like kind of almost false brav- bravado where he's super serious and and not getting too like the bit where they like start making out and that is that is the first really telling point you know mm-hmm. and also when he Uh, something like when he first started realizing that he liked him and that and he thought there was a girlfriend, you know, these are the moments where we got to see these glimpses of the fact that he is really down bad for ten. but it's not until this scene where you see like how, you know, the reason why he's being so serious and and weighing everything and thinking about things is because he is so involved, like he is so invested. It
0: affects him so much. Their relationship matters so much to him. Yeah, yeah, because he, he really we didn't see this in him, but he's saying like, I'm, I feel so damn lucky that you like me, and <laughs> I, I don't remember, uh, you know, seeing that have, in him. Oh, no, we mostly we focused seen, like, as viewers, as viewers, teams. we mostly focused on Tan's reactions to yeah, him and not. There were definitely
1: there were definitely moments where Prem has had like these little moments where like, you know, smiles have burst through and he's you can see how happy he is. He's especially when Mm. he when, when he sees Ten is happy or when Ten is excited about something that Prem has shown him or whatever. Like there's these moments where like he would light up and stuff. So but then he would like school himself again. Like it's like he he was he was thinking that this is not something he can have. Like I'm not going, because in the beginning he thought he couldn't have it because he thought there was a girlfriend. Then he started thinking he couldn't have it because of the money stuff. And because, and then because of the father and then, you know, and then suddenly it's like 10 is saying, you can have this, you can have me. I want you to have me. Like he's being super bold about how much he wants him to have him. And like, there's like these, you know giddy moments of them like having dates and you know just being cute together for it only to last a few hours before it all comes crashing down
0: and it's like of course of course it's happening
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah and then dynamite gave up um you know dynamite actually uh, i remember i was talking about uh, talking about it at the, at the first i wasn't attentive enough when uh, the call happened when dynamite called prem yeah yeah, because i when thought I... maybe they were going to gather for like mm, something related to their the show the competition but she actually called him because he needed him as a yeah that, friend.
1: yeah that's that's what i said
0: yeah and i feel so sorry for him he's alone and it's so clear that he's alone and he's so you know brave and adult yeah. and but, but He puts the feelings of others, people, uh, of others above his own feelings. This is what I'm seeing Mm -mm. from this scene, from the way he's treating fire. He just, he just, he's taking care of other people and not so much of himself. He's not thinking about himself that much.
1: Yeah. He's, he's just, he, I feel like he's such a mature character And a lot of people didn't really realize that because they were so fixated on the fact that he's younger. They were fixated on the fact that, you know, he seemed a bit silly and he was chasing. He was, I feel like he was more like this whole like pursuing storyline that they kind of were painting for us isn't what we got Mm -hmm. at all. It was more like he was like just letting fire know that he existed. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as, as soon as fire seemed to actually get uncomfortable, he backed right off. Um, And he's been really respectful ever since sort of thing. And he obviously really has feelings for him. He's very mature about everything. Like he's, he's been really sort of like, you know, he was willing to wait and let him sort it, sort everything out himself, even though he could clearly tell that fire felt the same and everything. And he's let him hurt him a couple of times. And yeah, as you said, he's, he's very aware of what's going on with other people and just letting them. Yeah. But I remember we were talking about this and I I remember saying like, he said, I want to talk to you. And I, I, I just wondered, you know, if this was him needing to talk to somebody. And, I mean, yes, he could, he could go like and talk to Sam C about someone... it, but I feel like out of the two I friends, just... Sam C is the funny, you know, one, whereas Prem is the one who's going to give him real talk or, like, be I just, serious with him.
0: I, I just feel like he's someone who focuses on – he cares about other people's feelings, and he looks like he's strong, maybe – and people don't feel don't necessarily think that he also needs support and needs someone to
1: he probably doesn't right get taken him. serious a lot i would yeah. imagine
0: yeah so it will be nice if he becomes someone's number one priority
1: yeah when yeah i would i would i would actually really like for um, one, I'm going I feel like I'm about to repeat myself. This is the conversation we had in the last Twilight chat, and I feel like I'm about to repeat myself. But I would really like Fire to step up, and like when it is revealed that they're a couple or whatever, to really go to bat for in defense of him against his own mum, because I feel like she's gonna be a bitch, and um, I really want, I really want Fire <laughs> to be like, no. Like, this is important. He is important. I want – as you said, I want him to be very clear that this person is his person and important enough that, you know, if the mother can't get it, well, then that's her problem and not theirs. You know, I really would but love maybe, to see that.
0: Maybe when he starts being serious about Dynamite, he um, matures as well. Because mm. he hasn't really been like, – hiding from his mother and you know it's it's not it's immature it is immature like
1: oh he's an extremely she, immature she's not, in that she's not taking him seriously and it's hard more mature one. yeah
0: she's i don't like her i hate real characters but the fact that she's not taking him seriously she's you know she's justified because he's not serious he's just he's like a child yeah so when he steps up and becomes more mature and you you can when, when you can see it, I think she will see it as well because again, I don't think <laughs> I don't really think um, that she's unredeemable that no you know, I mean. To... She,
1: this is the thing like I, I feel like she she potentially will see that he he is um, a, a good influence on Fire, yeah. making him yeah you know, she said, mature, making him like step up, making him you know all those things. Um, and because dynamite is not someone who is going to mess with fire's plans as well. Like, you know, he's going to be, mm-hmm. he's going to be the supportive mature boyfriend. Cause that is just, you know, like how he's coming across. Will he be fun and teasing and like joke around and stuff for sure. But like, in terms of like, seriously, like their lives and stuff, he's going to be the one who's like, you know, did you finish your homework kind of person? because don't forget he's a prodigy he's like a child prodigy he's really smart he graduated ahead of everybody he's he skipped you know university classes he's like really really smart so he must take that sort of shit smart you know like seriously
0: i feel like what she wants her child to be is to be like dynamite I feel like she wants fire to be like dynamite what if at some point she actually starts liking dynamite a lot and yeah. then fire is like oh what because she she wants fire to be like she wants him to be mature she wants him to be good at everything and like super focused this is what dynamite is isn't it isn't yeah. it
1: I'm just trying to determine
0: think- and focused and
1: This this is 12 episodes, I'm guessing, probably 12 episodes. So we're like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So there's still five episodes to go. We have enough potentially for there to be a story where, you know, Dynamite actively tries to avoid um, fire. And, I mean, it looks like in the trailer for next week that they're all going to end up in the same place. And, you Mm. know, uh, fire says something about, like, you know, him and Jane breaking up or, like, whatever. Um, And so he's laying the groundwork for that. But if Dynamite is smart and and mature in the way that I think he is, he's going to make fire work for it. But I could still also see, like, him not giving in to fire, but also being there to, like, you know, I guess um, save fire all the time. Like, he keeps kind of rescuing him him a little bit. Help him
0: because he cannot stop worrying about him because he loves him
1: that's right and so so she may if if there's time for them to do a few scenes where like you know fire fucks up because of whatever reason because he is also pining Mm -hmm. but can't deal with it and you know have have dynamite like i guess bailing him out of trouble um and Mm -hmm. the mother witnessing this witnessing this Mm -hmm. like mature behavior and him trying to you know like straighten him out or whatever and her sort Mm -hmm. of like looking at him differently that could be really interesting if they did go that way whether or not they will, I don't know, because they are the side comparing and they may not focus that much attention on them. But that, that would be an interesting uh, way for them to sort of, you know, navigate that side. And I just said it would be really funny because if he, especially if he still wasn't quite ready to uh, admit his feelings or if he was, he wasn't ready to like apologize for being a dick because I feel like mm-hmm. that's kind of his personality too. Um, and mm-hmm. so I could, I, it would be really, really funny if she liked Dynamite and Fire's just like, what the fuck? And like, mm-hmm. she's like, you're wrong, you know, like to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to Fire and Fire's like, you know, w- w- you know, and I can, because I can imagine as well, like it would be really cute. Um, I'm like writing fan fiction in my mind right now, but it would be really cute, like a scene where, you know, like she's, she's, praising or talking you know nicely to or treating you know uh, dynamite nicely in a way and behind her back like dynamite's like poking his tongue out at fire and stuff because (laughs) he has that like immature like playful side as well even though he's like really really is actually at his core very mature so i could see him like messing with fire in that way because well fire deserves it (laughs) yes he does yeah and then of course we had this like weird sort of we have this scene in the in the in the not a library but a cafe after after Prem kind of blows off blows off dynamite, he says mm-hmm. he wants to go home, but he actually goes in, I think, and orders a coffee or something, doesn't he? And he sees, you know, um Ten uh yes. sleeping in the courtyard like um looks like he was studying all night or something. Um and we have that sort of scene where he, we get the reveal that his father is sending him to the countryside during their, like, school break to work at a hu- country hospital. Um, surprise, surprise. We've had this plot point, point, sort of point in, in dramas before. Um, and <laughs> him saying, you know, that they're not going to be able to see each other for a while and all that. And he asks him in this scene for the... The lunchbox. Um, yeah. He can make a lunchbox for him. And I, obviously, this scene was rewritten because, as I said, the continu- continuation later on indicates that it, it was changed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved this whole scene where Prem's like, you know, about how he's going to charge him essentially for the pleasure of his lunchbox. And Ten being like, you can have anything. What do you want? And all he wants is a hug. He just wants to, uh, uh, to be recharged you know yes and the hug is so sweet it's just so sweet but the when Tan kisses him he like totally startles Prem and Prem's like just uh the the this whole bit was really cute he's the way he's like oh you know this is for backup because <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna yes. be a while but yeah I just this was all really really cute and then we sort of had a bit of a fast forward didn't we
0: yes we do and what happens is he gives ten the lunchbox and he turns <laughs> i thought it was not a nice touch that he turns because he doesn't want ten to see him cry anymore because yeah. ten did say i'm not going to be the cause of yeah, your tears anymore yeah i don't close. want to
1: yeah and he says to yeah. him i only want you to have nice images of me um i yes. this whole bit this whole scene was while while it was very cute and very funny and very flirty and I definitely seen I definitely saw aspects of off gun in this episode (laughs) pepper this scene where where like 10 wanted him to wear his glasses so he wouldn't be able to see anybody else and then Prem's like no I want you to wear them so that you can see me clearly I really liked that whole interaction and then the way he's like basically saying um 10 says to him please don't look at anyone else while i'm away and don't give anyone else the chance to flirt with you and i've just written in comment in commas oh no chef <laughs> so this is potentially this is potentially where that drama might come in because he's actually said to him don't let anyone else flirt with you and and then of course prem which to me this was a very i i I don't like to say it, but this was a very gun-sassy moment where he's just like, I'm going to flirt with everybody. Um, I have and the
0: then, same exact but.
1: And then, but the, then we have this, this moment that I was talking about earlier where someone is flirting with someone else using their, like, using the way their brain works. So in this instance, we had uh, Prem saying, who, you know like who would fl- flirt around you've already operated on my heart or something and ten is just like <laughs> melting all over the place he's like oh dr humor like he's loving it and this is this is chef should take lessons because this is how you flirt using like speak when you're speaking the same language as somebody and it is successful and whatever he was doing with the basil just wasn't working so um it was it was it, very it very was
0: it was I wonder so, if maybe it would have worked had Prem not been already in love with Tan. Okay. He's already so into him. There's no way, like flirting, no matter how it what wasn't, kind of flirting it wasn't Yeah. Yes.
1: So, but because yeah. he was
0: flirting in Prem's language, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah.
1: And then of with the he,
0: cook, cook yeah, with flirting. The,
1: yeah, he was. He was trying to flirt cook cook style. And yeah, and, and poor, uh, poor chef was missing out because Prem was just like, "Are we done?" Um, and <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, Prem's like, "Oh, you've already operated on my heart." And Ten's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Melting into a puddle, so... so happy, so giddy, you know. Yeah, and then we get this scene and... of him in the car, Ten in the car with his lunchbox and his letter. Yes. And we get the what is it with these GMM boys, these GMM dramas and the boys being like, I will make them see my worth. Like he says, you know, I'll make your father see my worth. So we're going to get these like, I guess, uh, characters once again, proving themselves, um, bettering themselves, trying to prove themselves worthy to the parents. It's a sad It is. There was a line in this here, and I don't know who said it. I'm not sure whether it was in the letter or whether Prem was thinking saying it or whether Ten was thinking it or whatever, but there was a line that was, time will test our determination, and I just really liked that line.
0: You know, I just, it just so, it hurts me because you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to prove yourself. You No. this This is wrong, and it's it won't happen if if especially if a person has something against you you're hoping that you will prove yourself it, it it doesn't it i don't know from my experience it just doesn't work like this and you just end up hurting yourself and maybe the person that loves you because yeah. they see you. and if you the person that loves you cares about you they're they have to make sure that you are not going through something like this that you don't feel like you have to prove your worth that you don't feel like you're not good enough and, and that you have to prove yourself to the parents like I, if i just i wouldn't want to put the person that i love um mm. to make the person that i love to go through ex- the experience of feeling like this I, i'd yeah. feel guilty i'd feel like i'm failing them and i'd want to never have them interact with my parents if something like this happened I have a very strong feeling about this it even makes me feel like Tan should have done more (laughs) to to make sure that Prem did not go through that
1: yeah and I feel like though I feel like that is his intention by doing what the father wants and by doing that Mm -hmm. like this don't forget he's reading this letter after the fact like he's not Prem didn't let him read it beforehand so he's not I feel like hes he thought maybe by doing this and by proving himself against the father and, and all the rest of it, that maybe he could like soften the blow and, and leave 10, uh, sorry, leave Prem out of it. I don't feel like he's wanting Prem to do anything because I think, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, that, Ten thinks Prem is perfect as he is. So, um, and this is the thing, like we don't really want people to change, you know. I mean, like, okay, natural change and progression is normal. Everybody changes, we mm-hmm. grow, we whatever. But we to 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 change yourself in order to make, you know, prove something to someone else. We we love this person the way they are. Like, we this is not something, you know, they're they're not lacking to us. This is not something that we need for happiness and for them to be happy, you know, like so. It, it is definitely one of those those storyline arcs that's happening more and more and it's it's quite sad to see but you know it's i guess not,
0: obviously it's not Prem's problem that uh, tens dad doesn't love him like him no, or think he's right. worthy he's it's Ten's problem anything, he should yeah try if he wants this to work he should try to talk with his dad and you know have a heart-to-heart or try to connect with him or something like this because if he continues like this and Pram is hurting himself like this it will never work I mean maybe they'll make it work in the series because you know it's a series but I- I'm-, I'm curious to see how this goes but yeah. I'm just, I am mean, just this really kind of stuff s- makes me very very sad
1: yeah realistically in in the real world probably what would actually end up happening is is Tam would end up probably cutting his father out of his life and and choosing Mm -hmm. and choosing Prem because
0: maybe trying to talk to him first trying to connect and make trying to make him understand or see things the way he sees and if this doesn't work then yeah there's no other option
1: yeah I think the problem is as well and once again I'm going to bring up um Last Twilight, not Last Twilight, Dangerous Romance, but even Last Twilight sort of fits to it too. In Dangerous Romance, you could not have, uh, you know, through two-thirds of the show, you could not have had um, Kang and his father having a rational conversation because they didn't have that relationship. And Ten and his father don't have that either. They they get together and it's explosive because there's so much like um, – you know, anger between the two of them that they can't have a rational discussion.
0: No, I don't know. You know, you can't have an actual discussion in a movie in a series, which is why this is this is what's happening in the series. But in real life, you try. Yeah,
1: well, you, you try. Could, you it can, might work. but like, it I, sometimes I works. Yeah, I feel like probably even if they would try, like given what we've given given of them as characters, if they tried, it would just be explosive. I mean, it's like, look at, look at, uh, as I said, you could bring Last Twilight into it too. Maybe, because, the right,
0: because they're so antagonistic. They're so antagonistic yeah. with each other. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's like we have the same thing in Last Twilight with uh, Day and Night, and then also to a certain extent with Day and his mother, the antagoniz- anti- antagonism isn't there, but she's not listening to him. Like she does not see him. So his voice doesn't matter to her it's not registering so she does he could sit there and, and talk to her for hours and unless he's saying what she wants to hear she's not hearing it so there, there's also me, that side yeah. of that side of things with these sorts of relationships as well where sometimes it doesn't matter what you do so the only option literally is to cut that person out you have to make a decision who who, who yeah. makes you happy who makes you know who is making your life miserable and hurting the people that you love and who you know like what what things can you maintain you know and yes family is important but at a certain point in time you have to make your own family as well sometimes so you know like uh, it's just one of those things it it depends on your decisions your relationships and you don't want to perpetuate
0: on. perpetuate like toxic things toxic behavior toxic attitude basically that's
1: right yeah you know so if you if you legitimately cannot change someone's mind about something or or get them to mm-hmm. even reconsider um, you know, or even just talk to you about it, then it's, it's very, very, you know, it's not something that it's, it's never going to be a comfortable relationship for yourself and all your loved person, like the person that you're in love with. So, I mean, you know, sometimes it, sometimes you can work it. So it, it, things work out and other times it's just never going to get fixed, but obviously this is a drama. So, um, there, it's it's there for drama's sake, and then essentially we are assuming that they will fix it all up in a nice little t- tiny neat bow at the end. But we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see. I am
0: curious. I'm really I'm curious to see. Yeah,
1: I I really don't know. I mean, we've got, we've, yeah, we've had the trailer for next week, so we know some things that's going to happen. Obviously. Already, they're going to see each other, even though they're not meant to be seeing each other for a while. Um, So that'll be cute. It looks like the scene where they're laying on the grass and being all sweet that we've seen in the trailer and stuff is happening next week. Um, And so there's, you know, Fire and Dynamite are going to be interacting because they're all basically out of town together. Um, so we're gonna get some interesting stuff probably next week. Whether or not we'll get all of it or we'll have to wait till the following week, who knows? Because of the crazy editing. Um, and who knows
0: what they change from this today's episode, like in the next episode. Like maybe we discussed something and the next episode we we're they're like, Oh, actually, this is not what
1: happened. Yeah, what happened. actually, it's actually you different. imagined this, it was all just one big dream sequence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think that's probably about like, you know, all I really have to say on it. Um, so yeah. before we, before we end up, I just wanted to, to talk about a couple of things quickly um, to do with our stuff we've done with the podcast and that. Um, so one is we've, we've created a telegram chat um, for our critical obsessors who like to talk about all things BL Um and possibly want to come and talk about the podcast. So we'll actually we'll link the invite to that in when this episode is posted. So if you're interested in joining, you'll be able to click on the link and come and join us. Um, we've got it sort of set up. So there there is actually a thread for Cooking Crush. There's a thread for Dangerous Romance and a thread for Last Twilight. We're asking you guys who are listening to the Last Twilight podcast as well to start thinking about questions or things that you might want us to talk about for our final special let's talk last twilight episode. And probably even it might be a little bit early to do it now, considering we're only episode seven of cooking crush, but it can't hurt if you've got anything that you think you might want questions, you might want to ask us or talk about. um, They're definitely, those are definitely things that can be put into the telegram chat. um, And also you can send us an ask or um, DM us or, you know, any of those things, comment on a post, let us know, um, if there's anything that you you're curious about and we're really enjoying getting any feedback from you guys. It's, it's so much fun to us anytime we hear from you. Cause it's like, you know, it, a lot of the time it's just like Marrrell and I just having a conversation, which is great. We enjoy talking to each other or arguing with each other depending on what the what's happening yeah. that day. <laughs> but we 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 really it's like it's really fun, isn't it when we're we're starting to you know see you guys and meet you guys and it's just lots of fun for us to to know that, you know, you feel the same or you're enjoying it or like it's, it's, it's great to get some feedback and we're really appreciating, really appreciating all of you guys spending your time with us. Um, so yeah. So as I said, if you have any thoughts for last while <laughs> start thinking about those, because eventually we, uh, so for cooking crush, we will eventually get to the end of this, this show, unfortunately, and we will want to have a, a, a fun discussion at the end. Um, so if, you, if you've got some things, start, like, jotting some notes down for us. <laughs> and if you are listening to our Last Twilight podcast and watching uh, uh, Last Twilight, you know, along with us, um, yes, yeah, uh, start thinking about things that you might want us to talk about. Um, and, yeah, we can't wait to do that. It's going to be lots of fun. So
0: we will attach the link to the Telegram group on our Posts where we post the episodes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Basically, whenever we post episodes, I probably actually will will start dropping it in whenever I think, whenever I remember to do it. It's a lot of fun. There's already some great people in there and there's some interesting conversations happening. And, you know, even if you're, even if you're a bit shy, come and join us. Maybe you just like reading, you know, like, (laughs) or you just, you kind of almost get little free mini podcasts because every now and then myself, Morella, and uh, even cast are like rambling in there. So it's it's you know if you if you're admin enjoying listen
0: please admin yes. cast, please. admin
1: cast, yes. and if you if you enjoy if you enjoy listening to us, ramble, well, you get it, you know, you get little bonus ones in there. <laughs> so um you know, and it gives you direct access to ask us questions and stuff if you want to. It's a, it's just a different format. And if you're not familiar with telegram, it's it is quite easy to use and if you've got any questions we're totally happy to to like help you navigate so we'd love to see everyone and and yeah so that's kind of it I guess for this week we, we, we we're about finished aren't we <laughs> Marilla's going oh yeah. going to the editing
0: <laughs> oh don't remind me please let me have a moment of peace, <laughs> a moment of rest yeah where good. you're explaining everything because like I would have started like Seventy times already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I just thought I'm like we should probably put all this in. I'm like, okay, well, what do what do I want to tell people? So we have some other stuff coming up this this year as well, 2024. We've got some ideas and stuff, and and uh, we're kind of excited. So we hope you guys will be as well, and we'll yeah, we'll we'll start announcing some stuff soon.
0: Well, goodbye then.
1: Yes. See you later. See you next time.